another weekend, and Alabama takes down another Blue Blood. Locked on Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me, Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? I'm having a super Sunday, and I'm ready to cheer on Jalen and Smitty and Landon and Josh Job. That will be what I will be doing in just a little bit. We're going to talk about the Super Bowl in this third segment, even though when some of the people listen to this and maybe Monday, it doesn't matter. We're going to do that. This episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. Appreciate LinkedIn for being a podcast sponsor. Um, also, thank you for making us your first listen. I want to throw this quick shout out really quickly to a guy whose name I've already forgotten, uh, but but he is a wonderful human being. I was in Louisville, Kentucky this weekend, and his daughter plays on my daughter's uh, foot, uh, football, uh, European football, uh, soccer team. And, uh, he listens to the podcast. He's a great dude. He came up to me, like, he just spotted me. Just, he's a big Alabama guy. And, um, he just, his daughter just happy. He happens to live in Ohio and his daughter happens to play on my daughter's team. And, um, I just think that's awesome. I appreciate it. So I appreciate his coming up to me. And, um, he and I talked, uh, yesterday before the Alabama game. And I said, yeah, I think we're going to lose. I'm, I, I, I feel like that's maybe easier for me. If we do lose, then I'm not, you know, not building anything up. And that's a horrible way to go through life. I understand. However, that's the way I get through some of my Auburn, Alabama games. And, um, you know, but Alabama didn't lose. They won. And they, man, I'm going to tell you something. Look, I know Nate Oates has caught a little heck for saying this was Auburn Super Bowl. But number one, game day was there. And they did make a big deal out of camping out the night before. And they did make a big deal about how uh, big a deal it was going to be. <laughs> that's, that's, I got to look do better with my descriptions. Um, they also had a dude sink a 94-foot putt on the basketball court to win a car at halftime. There was a lot of Super Bowl elements to this thing. And I know Auburn is not having their best year. I'm fine with that. Jimmy, how many teams in the country would have gone in and beaten Auburn yesterday? Not many. Not really? many. Yeah, it's a really, I mean, I don't think people around the country can appreciate how hard it is for Alabama to go into Auburn and win. Uh, hey, and and this, hey, I'm giving Auburn credit here. They do a great job in multiple sports of not only hyping the Alabama game whenever they're matched up with Alabama, but they tend to play really well. I mean, they, they do, and that's, that's not easy to do. It's not easy to do to play well in your Super Bowl. Uh, and they do consistently, multiple sports. Uh, they get up for Alabama and they play well. We get up for games. Sometimes we get up against, we get up to play Auburn because sometimes they're really good in different sports. But when we get up, we don't bat a thousand. I mean, we, we don't necessarily always play our best game, but Auburn does consistently when they play Alabama. It was going to be hard to win there. Uh, I predicted a one point win. And frankly, uh, for those that know me well, y'all should know that when I predict a one-point win, that's really not going to pull the trigger and say we're going to lose. But those one-point win, those one-point Alabama wins are really me telling y'all, hey, I think, I think we're really going to lose this game. Uh, I, I was surprised uh, that Alabama was able to pull it out. But why Why was I surprised? This, this team has extraordinary fight. And, again, I think they proved it at Houston, and it never had to be doubted again. They're tough. 
this is a tough team. I'm not talking about a fight in an alley. I'm talking about tough. They can get down. They can play in a horrible environment. Look, Alabama beat a really good, nearly ranked team in a tough environment and didn't play great. Brandon Miller had maybe one of his least productive games of the season. They were flat out horrible from the free throw line. Uh, didn't shoot the three ball well. We normally make 10 a game. I think we made six. Six of 21. Six of 21. We didn't even play well, and they did, and we still won the game. That That's that's the sign of a great – you know, great teams – good teams can play great. Great teams win when they just play good, and that that's that's Alabama. And I think you said it best. Look, um, and, and this is a compliment. I don't want any Auburn fan who's listening to get it twisted. Auburn plays better against – they play above their heads when they play Alabama just about every time. Not – not, they don't like you said. They don't bat a thousand, but I mean, they bet they bet ninety percent. They yeah. play better than they are against us, especially in Auburn, a lot more often than not. And they played better. And and you know what's funny is some Auburn fans are like, well, we didn't shoot the ball well. And I was thinking, y'all hadn't shot the ball well all year. Y'all don't shoot the ball well because you don't have shooters. It's not a good that, shooting team. You're not a good shooting team, but where you played well was you hustled. You, the, Alan Flanagan did a really nice job on Brandon Miller. Uh, Leo, Leor Berman, who, by the way, is a super dude. He's a, a son of one of my friends, um, and he's just a super dude. He uh, he played great defense on B. Miller sometimes. Uh, Brandon didn't, ha- didn't have his A game, but how you know Brandon Miller is still the best freshman in the country? He did have a posterizing dunk that was pretty fantastic. Um, but then Rylan Griffin, look, I, I, Jimmy, please vouch for me here that I've been on the Rylan Griffin train. I I mean, I helped lay down the tracks for the Rylan Griffin train. I've been on, I've been on board with this cat, um, early on and he just comes in. He's not afraid of anything. He's not afraid of a big moment. And he's, you know what he is? He's a sequence guy. He's like, you always go, man, there was a nice sequence right there for uh, Rylan Griffin, you know, where he had like two or three great plays. He, he blocks Wendell Green's three-point shot. After Wendell Green, they had been killing us with that high ball screen a lot. Wendell Green comes around and keeps shooting a three. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Why did you make that face? Uh, it wasn't it wasn't necessarily about, about that comment at all. I was, I was thinking about defending when you were talking about Flanagan defending Brandon Miller, I was, I was trying to recapture a couple of plays in my head. Anyway, go ahead. I was, I was, I was still on Flanagan defending Brandon Miller. Okay. Okay. Like, Fair. I was thinking in my head, I'm like, dang, is, was that the best clamp down defensive performance on Miller? And yes, I'll say it can't be Alan Flanagan all year, but maybe it, it is. Maybe no, it Houston is. did a better job. Houston didn't even let him score a field goal. Yeah. You're right. It, but it, anyway, okay. Now, okay. Now the world's making better sense. I'll stop making faces. Now, uh, but yeah, they kept killing, and then Rylan Griffin's the one who got around that screen and blocked the shot, and then comes down and hits a three pointer. That's is. what he does. He usually makes. He has a series of like two plays in a row in just about every game where he does something. You're like, he'll get a big rebound and then hit a three, or he'll block a shot and get a big rebound, or and it's back to back every time, and it's always a, a run beginner for us. Um, he, Rylan Griffin's a dude. I mean, I'm just, I couldn't be any more excited about him because I, I don't think he's leaving early for the pros. 
but I think next year he's going to be a starter and people are going to love him. He's, he's just, he's just a lot of fun to watch. And here's the other thing on one of his threes. Uh, I think it was pretty late in the game. He comes down and he sort of trips up. He was going to get his feet set and he trips up and, and he hits the deck or almost hits the deck. This is the same play where we work the ball around to Namari Burnett, who does fall down while he's got the ball, but is able to dish it back to, I think, Sears or Quinterly. And then they find Rollin Griffin for three. It may have been in that sequence. I can't remember. But um, it was just, I mean, this team just doesn't get rattled, man. And again, all props to Auburn for that environment. That is what college basketball should be. And I want to say this out there. I said this on um, our Sports Blitz program. I'm getting a little tired, as if anybody gives a dang, of people being so like, I can't believe Alabama and Auburn are so good in basketball. Now I can't believe it. I'm sort of to the point where believe it because this isn't going away. Auburn's going to still be good. We're going to still be good. I know everybody likes to take their shots. And yes, historically, Alabama's better. I'm not saying Auburn's on Alabama's level historically. Please don't get it twisted. But I am saying for the last five years, these two have been two of the top three or four programs in the SEC. And they are going to continue to be that way, um, even with Kentucky and Arkansas and, and whoever else. They're not going anywhere. They arguably, arguably have the best two coaches in the league, arguably, very arguably. So I don't think people need to say, I think it sells both teams short when people are like, I can't, I just can't believe it's like an alternate universe. No, it's not. We've, we've been doing this a while now. They're both really good and they're both going to stay good. So yeah, a down year for Auburn right now is they're almost on the bubble. That's where this is. And a down year for Alabama is last year where we still get in the tournament and we still beat Gonzaga and we still beat Houston. You know, we had, we had some pretty nice wins last year, even though uh, we had quote unquote a down year and we still made the tournament. So I, I'm just, that's where I am to this. Let me, Jimmy, I need to tell everybody about LinkedIn. You know how we love LinkedIn over here. I mean, they just, they're just good people. I mean, they're just great people and it's a great service and you need to go check them out. You're going to love LinkedIn too. I got it right there on what they call the overlay. If you're watching YouTube as a small business owner, or hiring manager, you know that success in 2023 all depends on the team members you surround yourself with. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn jobs with LinkedIn jobs. You can hire qualified candidates more efficiently by matching open roles with people who have the skills, values, and experiences to help you achieve your goals. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to and it helps you find them faster. That's the key. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college, linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions may and they should apply. I got I know I got to do one other live read thing and I'm trying to do these all correctly. And I locked on college basketball. Look, locked on college basketball. Been a lot of fun to listen to lately. Um, go check those guys out. They're on top of all things basketball. And that's where I'm going to go. Actually, I got a couple of things I want to go through next. But uh, I do want to talk about the SEC as a whole, because yesterday the SEC was drunk. One team won at home, and the team that won at home was Georgia over Kentucky. Right. You could have made a gazillion dollars on a pre-Super Bowl prop bet that that would happen. I mean, Georgia's the only home team that won. Now, we all knew Texas A&M was probably going to beat LSU's brains in. They did. Nobody thought Mississippi State would beat Arkansas. They did. Nope. Very few people thought Missouri beat Tennessee. And, by the way, that was that was a fabulous last little sequence. That they had, but um, I got to talk about this. I'm not going to talk about it long because I mean I'm not here to take shots or whatever. But 
the whole thing about uh, <laughs> I posted a clip that somebody sent me. I didn't even take the clip of the Auburn radio team complaining about a, uh, two different times complaining about calls and the video that corresponds with those calls. I don't know what they're even watching. I, I mean, like, how do you how are you complaining about this? This this is not. That's not even a foul. Like, I get it. But then in one of the sequences, he talks about at the end, he goes, my Lord in heaven, as if Auburn has never gotten a break ever, ever. And I'm thinking <laughs> he was so exasperated. Like, I can't believe we never get any calls. Somebody should say, hey, guys, you know, y'all shot more free throws than Alabama did. A even lot. Though y'all were fouling on purpose late. Y'all know that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, they're. I mean, I understand about being upset about one call here or a no call here, one call here. But overall, in 40 minutes yesterday, how Auburn is complaining about the officials and Alabama isn't is is absurd uh, based on number of fouls, based on the number of what I felt was Alabama uh, attacking the basket and getting mugged on the way to the basket repeatedly with no calls. The officials did let a lot of rough housing go. They did just let a lot of things go. They did, uh, and they also called quite a few fouls, particularly on Alabama. Uh, gave Auburn a, an advantage of the free throw line, which Auburn give them credit. They knocked down their free throws. Alabama did not. And by the way, that is maybe the game is not game's not close. Makes its free throws, and, but they didn't. Oh, there's no doubt. And I mean, again, I, I I'm the least likely person to give Auburn credit. I won't give them a ton of credit. They hit their free throws, and I don't think they normally shoot free throws that well. But they were nailing them. Um, and we weren't, you know, that was one thing we do have to work on, um, certainly, but in, and three pointers, but you know, I thought the, I'm, I'm with you, Jimmy. Uh, yeah. There were some, look, we can all pick a, pick a certain play and say, this should have been called. That should have been called, but this is sort of basketball. Now I thought that that was called about right. And I think typically the home team does shoot more free throws. So I'm not complaining about that. I'm just saying to act as if, some of these calls were egregiously missed was just so over the top. And, and I mean, dude, just take your L and go to the house. And then he also had the audacity to say something about, Oh, I can't believe Charles Mediaco just throws down a dunk. Um, Bruce Pearl stares at Nate Oates as if to say, we'll put that in our back pocket, put it in your pocket, put it in the glove compartment. We don't care because guess what? Your coach did a crane kick last year. He grabbed the broom from a fan to indicate a sweep. So, look, the, Bruce Pearl's not above something like that. And, by the way, they were trying to steal the ball from Charles Bediaco. So, if Auburn's going to keep playing, why can't Charles keep playing? They were defending Bediaco. They exactly. Were, they, were, they were defending the whole play. As a matter of fact, they didn't – it wasn't like a, a full-court press, and they weren't trying to foul. They, they weren't trying to foul and extend the game. I'll give them that. They weren't trying to foul and extend the game. But they were defending the play. They were putting somebody on the ball. They were trying to hope – they were hoping Alabama would turn it over so they could flail one of the basket, I guess. But to, to act like Auburn didn't quit playing basketball on, on that last sequence at all. I mean, at least the guy on the ball was defending the play. And and on top of that, the, the guy who was defending the ball then takes the ball after his dunk and goes down and scores again. So if you're mad at Charles Bediaco, be mad at your guy too. He kept playing. He kept playing. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, I'm, I'm mad at him because, because he scored that last bucket. That meant Alabama didn't beat them by double digits. You know, they had been beating everybody by double digits. If he had not scored that last bucket, it still would have been double digits. But anyway, um, I'm also going to take this opportunity for a public service announcement that I think we should all adhere to. 
Um, can we retire the crane kick? Can we retire it? Uh, I mean, I'm all for I, I, it. Doesn't bother me, but it, I mean, the crane kick's not a thing anymore. We we didn't well, really do it in football this year. Miller either. did it, Mil, but Miller did it, and again, Miller I think did Miller it, was mocking fine. Auburn. He was it, mocking it was, Auburn. He was. He was. And is it the end of the game? And I'm fine with it. And I and I also understand my request may fall on deaf ears because. We were the first to do it, and we'll be the last to do it. So to look like we started the fight and we threw the last punch, I get that. But I think it's time for us to all find something new. Find something new to mock each other with. We we have crane kicked our way into oblivion, and I think it's only fair that Brandon Miller should end it in Auburn, just like John Mitchie. He didn't really start it in Auburn, but he started this rivalry of it in Auburn. So let's let's all retire it. All the minor sport, you know, last year uh... – Last yeah. year was a big uh, gymnastics meet. Not ever, not everybody that listens to the show watches gymnastics. That's fine. But last year, the gymnastics meet at Auburn. Uh, Auburn beat Alabama. It was a big thing. That and beaten Alabama gymnastics a lot. But they beat Alabama a year ago, and they celebrated with uh, crane kicks, the Auburn gymnastics yeah. team. So, so this year, Alabama hosting Auburn uh, comes back, makes a great comeback uh, in, in the final rotation, comes back to beat Auburn at the end. And the Alabama gymnastics team did the crane kick thing. I don't think as uh, say, hey, we're Alabama, we do crane kicks to to Auburn and what they did last year. I think it's sort of devolved into Alabama doing it because Auburn did it. I know, I know. And and, And I recognize we started it. We yeah yeah, and and but you're right. It's run its course. It has definitely run its course. It's so and look, it's played. If we yeah, if we want if we all want to do something else, that's fine. And I'm never going to accuse Brandon Miller of doing something out of style. So I'm not even blaming Brandon <laughs> Miller. I get it. I'm pro Brandon Miller, whatever he wants to do forever. But I think that um, for now, can and and if Auburn fans want to mock us with something else, and we want to mock Auburn fans with something else, let's do that. But the crane kick, I think, is dead. I think let's bury it. Let's move on. So played. It, so it, played. Speaking of things that rhyme with played, which you weren't. Um, <laughs> But I did think it was funny that uh, there was a sign, uh, you know, Auburn had a, one Auburn fan had a sign yesterday for game day that said, instead of where champions, wait a minute, where champions are made, it was where champions are where legends, where legends are made, where legends are made, whatever we do. I don't even know our own slogans. I'm tired. I've just drove in from Louisville. <laughs> Boy, are my arms tired, mostly because I was doing this as my parents were in the car with me. Um but anyway, <laughs> seriously, if you if you've never driven with your parents from Louisville to Birmingham, you are one lucky sob. But anywho, um, <laughs> so yeah, where, where legends are paid, and what's funny is like, okay, a couple years ago, okay, that's that's not 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 a bad play on words. It's maybe a little unoriginal. Now, I think Alabama should, and I think they already have made a shirt out of this. Because yeah, yeah, Alabama did. With with NIL, it's wonderful. It's yet you admit we pay them. I mean, you're saying you don't pay them. Good, they'll come to us. I don't. Yeah, the yay Alabama people, spearheaded by Aaron Suttles, no doubt, immediately picked up on it, and and by the end of the day, was selling a T-shirt on the yay Alabama site that says "Where Legends Are Paid," and uh, and 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 uh, reference to that Auburn's fan sign, which uh, ironically backfired. I mean, his, his sign is raising money to pay Alabama athletes. So thank you. 
Sorry, you know kind, what it's like? Thank you, kind sir. Do, do you know what it's like? It's like um, when – do you remember when Auburn and Syracuse played in the Sugar Bowl many, many moons ago and they tied and, like, Pat Dye played for the tie? So Syracuse sent Pat Dye, like, a box full of neckties as a joke. And you know what Pat Dye did? He signed them all and sold them. Now, I don't know if he kept the money or did it to charity or what he did, but he he they raised a bunch of money by his doing that, which is a pretty – I mean, like, even at the young age when that happened, I was like, that's that's a pretty good idea. I mean, that's – you know, and so – because because you didn't even have to pay for the material you were selling. Like, Syracuse just gave it to you. <laughs> so, anyway, I need to tell everybody about Built Bar. If you're looking for a delicious treat, but you don't want all the fat and calories, then you got to try Built Bar. They're awesome. You know you want one. They come in all these unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. What makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right. Not fake chocolate. Real chocolate. I'm not sure how Built does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. I don't know what a macro is. Somebody told me what a macro is. I still don't know what a macro is, but I know it's supposedly good. And when, and what's even better is they, is that they are healthy. Only 130 calories and four grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein. And yes, I just rattled those stats right off the top of my head. If you're close to a Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13 bar box with our hit flavors like brownie batter or churro. Or you can go to Walmart and you can get some like individual. You can get a four count box or something like that. That's pretty cool too. Built Bar. Or you can go to Built.com or you can get them on Amazon. I've ordered Built.coms. I've ordered Built.com. I've also got them from Amazon. You can get them wherever you want them. Go to Built.com or Walmart or Amazon or Sam's. Also check out Locked On College Basketball because those guys are awesome. Um, we got the Super Bowl today and I do, I do want to talk about the Super Bowl for a minute, but um, I, I do want to tell you a kind of a um, – a funny story, uh, as I told you, my parents were met me. Well, they didn't meet. They rode with me to Louisville to go see my daughter playing a soccer tournament. And um, we went to uh, Morton Steakhouse, you know, for a nice dinner, take everybody out to dinner. Nice. And um, so the after the dinner, we gave the car to the valet or whatever. And dad just bought this car. It's a brand new car, beautiful car or whatever. And um, we give the car to the valet, come back down and eat dinner. And then afterwards, the waitress comes up to us and ex is explaining to us, apparently Morton's has like a rewards program, which my parents would give zero anything about. They don't care any about that. But the lady got up there and like gave her whole spiel. And, you know, Morton's is like kind of a wide open spot. And so like there's noises and ambient noise everywhere. And, and my mom and dad, neither one of them can hear. And so she started talking about somehow she got off on a tangent about uh, vinyl and a cassette tape about something that happened. And then she started talking about the rewards program. And I really wouldn't follow her. And I was like, lady, you just got to get this over with and give us our check so we can get out of here. And uh, so she leaves. And um, my mom, like there was dead silence. My son's there, my 12-year-old my son and my 16-year-old daughter there. There's dead silence for like five seconds. And my mom goes, did, did, she, just, did she just say they can't find your car? And, and dad said, no, I think she said something about her husband made a sex tape. And, and I said, sweet Jesus, neither <laughs> one of y'all heard anything that woman said. And, and I said, why, if the valet lost your car, would they send the waitress in? Like, we're not telling them, you got to tell them. <laughs> I was like, and if she had, a, if the husband had a sex tape, what do you think? She's passing them out like demos? Like, <laughs> I mean, if, they literally had no idea what she said and they, they could only piece together a few little things and that's what they came up with. 
So anyway, Super Bowl today. <laughs> oh yeah, that thing. Um, Jalen Hurts and uh, Devontae Smith and Josh Job and Landon Dickerson. I mean, I'm going for the Eagles. I don't know. I don't know name of. I saw a map that said, you know, showed like what states are pulling for whom, and of course Alabama is is all Eagles. And of course my son, who's at Arizona State, is a huge Eagles fan for no reason whatsoever, but he just is. And um, so I'm a big Eagles guy today, and I think the Eagles are going to do it. I just, are you going to bet against Jalen Hurts? I'm not betting. Uh, no, I'm not betting. I did pick the Chiefs to win the game uh, on my uh, on on Bama Insider, but. Uh, you know, whenever I pick the games, <laughs> whenever I pick the game super close, that sort of means I, I really either want to go in the other direction or almost did. Uh, I, 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 I worry in the back of my head that that Patrick Mahomes may one day be making a run at, at Brady. I mean, in terms of Super Bowl wins, I mean that's how I feel about Mahomes. So it's really, I'm just giving a nod to Mahomes there, picking the Chiefs to win. But I want the Eagles to win, and I'm going to be cheering. For the Eagles to win, uh, the wife's in a Jalen Hurts Eagles jersey. Uh, we, we, we've got an Eagles party going on uh, here, so we're 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 definitely for the Eagles. But I did uh, pick pick Mahomes and the Chiefs on the Bam Insider side, although I picked first, and and I might have picked different if I picked last because my, my my bros there they 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 all I think they all went Eagles. Hastings, Lamb, and and Bone all all picked the Eagles. Playing to the crowd. Um, Hastings Lambone sounds like the worst soul band in history, by the way. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm going Eagles. I'm going to say 20. I'm going to say 31, 27 Eagles. So 31, 27. Score? I went yeah. 26, 21 Chiefs. Uh, but I, I, I do think this, I, I think it's going to be really tight and come down to the end, which will be fun as all get out yeah i think it's gonna be a really really fun super bowl so i'm looking forward to it we promise tomorrow we're going to talk practically nothing but football yeah but i'm excited about my, my rankings tomorrow will be the third uh tomorrow will be published my third uh rankings piece uh there'll be 20 by the time we're here man hey by the time we're done we'll be right at the start of spring practice oh and how about this i got a little blurb I, I can say this because it was on another was website. Was this just uh, handed to you? Are you like doing it? Was. I, I looked. I had, to, I had to look at the date because I wrote it down over here. Alabama's going to have a pro day March eighth. Man, that's soon. That is soon. That's soon. soon. That's a uh, eighteen. Mm-hmm. All right, buddy. We'll talk tomorrow. Go Eagles! Fly Eagles! Fly! And uh, roll tide. Roll, Jalen, Devonte, Landon, and Job. Tide. I like saying that because of Arrested Development. <laughs>